This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, today, the U.S. women's gymnastics team is now officially back on top of the world. One year after slipping to a team silver medal at the Olympic Games in Tokyo, the Americans were back atop the podium for their sixth consecutive team title earlier today at the World Gymnastics Championships in Liverpool, England. The U.S. team of Sky Blakely, Shalise Jones, Leanne Wong, and Olympians Jade Carey and Jordan Childs led the competition. With the win, the U.S. secured its spot in the Olympic Games Paris 2024 and established a record-winning streak of six straight world titles. So congrats to the U.S. women's gymnastic team. Isn't it always funny how we uh, we never know what's going on in sports like these until we get to the Olympics? Like, we never understand the four years in between. So this is actually good information. I'm glad you told us this one. I love gymnastics. Yeah, but I like don't watch it unless it's the Olympics, right? I mean, do you watch it? No. I mean, where would I watch I it? I mean, I, I feel like if I, I uh, saw there's this... There's like an Olympic channel somewhere. Is it like uh, NBC something? Yeah. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure that the Olympic they, World Championships were, I mean, not the Olympic, the the national, like the World Championships for gymnastics, these were probably on somewhere. <laughs> you know? They were, yeah, they probably were on like USA or something yeah, like they that. Were, one they of the, they had to be on TV channels. somewhere. They probably streamed somewhere that I could have found. No, if I, I mean, was really I think they were on content. one of those like alternate channels, something like that. It's also a completely different time zone. You know, it's in, it's in, uh, what did I say it was in Liverpool? Yeah. So, so yeah. England? Yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations. Mazel tov to the women's Olympic gymnastics team. I love the sport. I do. I, I always do. wanted to do it. I used to want to be a you gymnast. You always wanted so to be a gymnast? Yeah, I always looked at those guys and I was like, those guys are ripped. The way they can hang from those, what do they call those rings? You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, way the they, rings. Yeah, the ring, like the way they can do that. <laughs> what do they pretty, call those rings? Yeah, yeah, the rings. Right. And then there was that movie. Do you guys remember that movie? When, uh, what was it called? Gymkata? Um, maybe that's the one where he was like a karate guy, like right. gymnast. I think it might have been before that. I think it was um, uh, gosh, what was the the guy's name? No Mitch retreat, Gaylord. No surrender. M- Mitch Gaylord. Does oh, that? Oh, Mitch Gaylord. American Anthem. American Anthem. Yes. Yeah. And that was uh, what, what's uh, Wayne Gretzky's wife's name? Janet. Janet Evans. She's a, she's the the female gymnast in that movie. That was a great yeah, movie. She's the female lead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had anyone mention that movie in twenty five years. Great longer. movie. Mitch Gaylord, shout out to you, my I brother. I have no idea what you are talking about. Mitch Gaylord, American great Anthem. American. It's like, it's like the cheesiest of cheesy sports movies you can Don't find. say that, George. Don't, don't say that. Cheesy. Mitch Gaylord is driving around somewhere right now, Extra enjoying cheese. Sedano and Cap, and yeah. then all of a sudden, the next thing he knows, he's being shouted out and being told he's a cheese ball. Is it cheesier than like Rudy? No, not even close to as cheesy as Rudy. Rudy's okay. one of the cheesiest of all time. Extra cheese. It's like some Velveeta all up in it. That's not real cheese. Velveeta's not real cheese? No, Cap. No, bro. I didn't know that. <laughs> Come on. I thought Velveeta oh. was a cheese product. Like when you go to the store and they have the individual wrapped Velveeta slices, that's not cheese? No, there's like a little star, a little asterisk, and it says like not actual cheese product. It's like oh. cheese byproduct. Yeah. <laughs> but that's now why you're I, never going to eat it again? I feel like you don't even need to have it like refrigerated. I haven't eaten it in ages, but it used to be damn good, Velveeta. I think it's good. I mean, I would eat some Velveeta mac and cheese. 
I have no problem with that. I'm just saying it's not mm. real cheese. <laughs> I cook my yeah. mac and cheese. Mac and cheese scratch, is not so. also it is it's not very much in like the I mean I could be wrong. Maybe I'm it's not very much in the Latino like wheelhouse. Mac and cheese? At least when I was a kid growing up. Oh I think I had like mm-hmm. abuela making me real food. Well, okay, but if you're doing like the craft box, I get it. But I do mine from scratch where like I have to shred the cheese, I have to put work. It's not that 10 minute instant. Thing. Right, that's what I'm saying. The blue box. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking no, about real stuff. Velveeta is in a yellow box and it's even easier to make than craft because yeah, exactly. you don't have to mix the cheese. <laughs> that's even worse. Like, no, no, no. Like yeah, the, my the, mac and cheese takes hours. No, yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not, you know, sometimes you're just not trying to do all that, you know? Obviously it tastes better, but yeah. You know who good? cooks mac every night? I don't. Some good bacon. Good bacon and to. mac and cheese would be Ooh, nice. Oh, mine, mine has it when I do it for Thanksgiving dinner. It does have bacon in it. Hmm. It's really good. Sounds good. Clogged arteries, though. But yeah, yeah. I know I'm gonna have to take my fat pills here in a minute. Yeah, I feel like happy. Just for talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean I haven't taken them yet today. So, <laughs> what are these fat pills you take? I don't know. Don't ask. You don't want to know. Okay. You don't want to know, George, because one day you're gonna have to start taking pills. You got high blood pressure, Cap? I I didn't, but then my doctor told me I had like a little bit of high blood pressure. He's like, take these pills. I'm like, I don't want to take these pills. Just take them, Cappy. Cap. I yeah. know who causes your high blood pressure between mm-hmm. Rachel and your kids. It's not your diet. Yeah, that's probably what needs to calm down is the stress level. That I don't you get. know. I think it's mostly <laughs> diet. I'm pretty sure it's mostly diet. <laughs> stress and Just diet. Saying. I mean, I'm sure you're dieting great, but... No, I'm not dieting well at all, but I... But I, I don't feel like you eat that bad. I don't know. Yes, Last night, I didn't eat very well. Remember mm-hmm. yesterday, I was bragging about how on t- uh, when I drive up to the radio station, I usually stop at Chick-fil-A, and I thought I did myself a big favor by not stopping at Chick-fil-A yesterday? Yes, yes. You know right. what I stopped at on the way home? Uh-oh. Chick-fil-A. Nope. Nope. Close, George. Close. In and out? Yep. In and out. Now, I want to say this. I'm on a diet. I'm starting to make conscious choices. You know what I had from in and out What? A protein burger. I had a double-double... N- plain um, on uh, a protein style, right? Yeah. But then I had two of them. No, cap, no. Yeah, so I had four total cheeseburgers, <laughs> all no bread, you know, no ketchup. I'm on a diet, you know, no ketchup. No sugar in the ketchup. But don't worry, I had two burgers. You, you can know. do the Flying Dutchman, too. What's that? Where it's just literally the meat and the cheese and the grilled onions. And where, how, how do you eat it? How do you pick it up? With a fork and knife. Oh, no, I don't do that. Yeah. I'm driving. Yeah, just saying. Just get right. one cheeseburger, protein style, you're good. Two of them. You Two eat and drive cap? Yep. Yeah. No. No eating in my car. <laughs> Not in the new sled? Nope. Not in the new sled. All right. Yeah, I eat in my car. I don't, I don't eat that often, but occasionally I do eat it. Yeah. I'm not a messy eater, so I'm good. Like, well, not you got to make sure you get the right thing so that it's not messy. Yeah, exactly. Right. You that's know. the key. Like a yeah. double-double animal style, you got, you got big problems. Yeah, never. You know, but the double-double protein style with nothing on it plain, that's a very clean burger. Light lettuce. Yep, you're good. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Hey, George, just an update uh, from earlier in the show today. Uh, Kirk Morrison was, in fact, at home. Oh, well, there you have it. While on the show. Okay, so then maybe he could have appeared like you wanted him to. But, you you know, maybe, what if he's doing the show al fresco? When you say al fresco, what do you mean by that? You know. You know what I mean. You mean like like the Italian dish? Like where you get it al fresco? I don't even know what that means. uh, You know, not... um, Not properly wardrobed? Correct. Ah. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But again, ask the guy to put on a t-shirt, you know? Just That's saying. asking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
hey, can you get dressed, please? Yeah, yeah if I'm at home, you want me to come on right. your show. Right. 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 I'm, at, I'm already asking a lot, being like, hey, you know, I know that you're busy, probably taking care of your kids, about to make dinner or whatever, but can you come, come on our show? And then I could be like, now I'm going to take into your time and ask you to inconvenience yourself by putting on clothes. I just feel like that's a lot to ask. It is a lot to ask. You're right. I know. I'm a very pushy guy. I know that you have no problem doing it, so. No problem. Zero. No problem at all. Zippo. Anyway, George, where were we? Um, so there was a potential Lakers trade target who is trying to expedite the situation, let's say, on the Woj podcast recently. So Woj had Miles Turner on his pod recently, and Miles just went all thirsty. He just put it out there for everybody to hear. <laughs> You know, if I'm the Lakers, I take a very hard look at this with the position that you're in. You know, I know what I can provide for a team. You know, my, my leadership, my shot blocking, you know, my three-point ability, and just my ability to make plays out there on the floor. And I take a very long look at it. But as far as pulling the trigger, you know, that's uh, – I get paid to shoot. Now, you know, I'm not meant to, meant to make these calls, so I, I couldn't answer that. <laughs> so I take a hard look at me. Sounds like something you would say. Which part? Just like, you know – you. You'd put it out there like, hey, I'm here. If you want some, come get some. <laughs> Is that what I would do? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, I'm out here. And if you want some of this, you come get some. Yeah. Listen, Miles Turner, I kind of appreciate the candor, which is to say, hey, look, um, you know, I know what I bring to the table. I'm a really good shooter. Okay. They pay me to shoot. I'm a good shooter. How yeah, good of a shooter a is he? Really good defender. H- how good is he? I mean, he's good for a big man. I don't know if he's a good, a, like, he's not Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you something. You bring Miles Turner to the Lakers just hypothetically mm-hmm. for Russell Westbrook, just mono mono, just pure hypothetical here for a second. I think you're better. Yeah, but how much? I mean, you're better. Def- I mean, even though you're good defensively, you're even better defensively. And yeah, you got someone that can space the floor a little bit. So that okay. means Anthony, you want Anthony Davis inside the three point line, right? I want Anthony Davis close to the basket. Correct. Right. You want him close to the basket. So Miles Turner, you know, can also play inside close to the basket, but he uh, he he's fine playing from further away. And he's up. He's a good, pretty good three point shooter, like historically, like 35 percent, which is not great, but not bad. It's like average, I would say. But for a, a seven footer to shoot that, you know, that's 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 pretty good. You know, well, listen, I like the guy uh, sounds like a very smart young, articulate business guy, uh, understands the business of what he's talking about here. But, I mean, listen, I'm not ready to give up on the whole LeBron, AD, Russ experiment yet because, George, I believe that Darvin Ham is finally reaching Russell Westbrook. Now, why do I say that? Because they won one game? Not really. I say it because I hear Darvin Ham talking and I hear a guy that is not intimidated by Russ, that is not walking on eggshells around Russ, that has the resume to earn the respect of Russ. So before I just give up on this and watch it all implode, I'd really like to see a little bit more because I think I got the right coach to reach this kind of player. Am I alone on this? Is anybody with me? Anybody? Hello? I think you're just looking at one game and it's too small of a sample size. I think if you look at the whole thing leading back to last season, I think it, they need to move on. 
But it's hard to, to say about last season because they barely all played together and Russ was not going to be coached by this coach. So now that they've got the right coach in place... I mean, do, like, you honestly think this is... Like, what What do you actually think? Is well, here's happen? what here's what I think. How about you tell me on the other side? I'm glad to do so. Okay, let's do that coming up in just a second. Stick around, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, yeah. Gasolina. Yeah, this is one of my favorite Daddy Yankee bangers. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. It's not Daddy Yankee. Uh, Daddy the way Yankee. you said it was just great. Banger, dude. Uh, do you have any other Daddy Yankee bangers that you like? No, this is my favorite one. Gasolina. Cappy, I was in high school. Yeah. I remember we were like probably junior year, maybe sophomore year. Don't recall. Really, really. And we got in trouble for like, in Spanish, you call it perrear, right? So it's like what is it called like twerking on a guy como se dice en inglés twerking twerking Uh uh-huh yeah so we got so like in trouble because they were like you guys can't play that music here and you definitely can't be dancing like that we're like oh well george you you, uh throw a twerk at us on the youtube channel or no no i don't have space to do that in here but if you did (laughs) if you had the proper space maybe you'd show off some moves maybe because you don't got them, so someone has to. Come on. <laughs> Who here can twerk? I mean, I can't. I don't want to I don't want to twerk with my like I just recovered from a back injury. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, like I got knee problems, I got back problems. Uh, I'm 34. I, like I got, <laughs> I got a twerking injury. Yeah, I don't want to add to that equation. Don't uh, listen, I gotta get on a flight in a couple hours. Don't tell me about being 34. The other day, Lindsay Baseball and I were sitting in the back office and we were sitting there chatting. And we were both sitting, and I stood up. And my knees made these noises. I thought Lindsay Baseball was going to throw up. It was disgusting. It went like... <laughs> it was nasty. And he just all he did was simply just stand up. It was so gross. <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, no big deal. Wait till you're my age. <laughs> just yeah. sounded so gross. Cappy. Yeah. Don't feel bad. I'm 34 and my knees sound like that. I need surgery. So Really? I know. Yeah. So yeah. gross. Cappy, I'm also disappointed you don't know another Daddy Yankee banger. You know what I mean? I do. That is also true. 
I do. I mean, like one of my favorite, uh, my other favorite Daddy Yankee mm-hmm, bangers mm-hmm. is uh, Sabido Domingo, which I think is a great song. Come on. How do you not know Despacito? It's like the song. Yeah, Despacito is one of my ever. favorites. I love Despacito. But I thought yeah. that was Justin Bieber. He was in the remix of it. Oh, yeah, okay. no, it was him and Luis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee. I love Despacito. Yeah. Just didn't know that was Daddy Yankee. Yeah. He also <laughs> did a remix Yankee. of Informer called Con Calma with Snow. Informer. Oh, I never heard that. I need the Informer remix. You're listening to it. I have yeah, heard I love this. this song. Yes, I have heard this. Anybody watching the YouTube is getting a real dance show today. Me and Laura are getting down. Oh, I'm not getting down at all. No, you are getting no. down. No. Yeah, if you, you think are. this is getting down, it's sad. That's what I think. No, that's what yeah. I think. Yeah, that's sad. I wish, I wish <laughs> like, the boo no. was here. I wish the boo was in the house. He can get yeah. down. Boo can dance. Yes. Yeah. This I past like Sunday, boom, boom, down. when I was at the uh, Rams game, you know, at halftime, they had the Jabberwocky guys. You guys familiar with yes, their work? Yes, I'm familiar with yes. them. The yeah. Jabberwockies? Yeah. Laura, I think they got the their own store be... in uh, in Las Vegas in MGM well, Grand. And yeah. Shaq performed with them at an All Star game right. once. Laura, I think the boo could be a Jabberwocky. Um, he was a dancer before, but he also has messed up knees because they used to do he used to do pole vaulting or whatever. So. Uh-huh. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, right, something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Some kind of yeah. track and field event that yep. he used to participate in. Mm-hmm. So he has jacked up knees. Mm-hmm. Do you know this song, Cappy? Because it is uh, Ariel Hawani's favorite song. I remember we used to introduce them with it. Oh, yeah. Remember this one? Mm. There was, I want to say there was a UFC fighter who came into the song not that long ago. Mm, probably. I love but, this song. It does sound like, oh, I, I know what you mean. I feel like it's familiar to me. So, George, if you had the proper space, the ample room where you're broadcasting from at home, if you had the space, you would, you would twerk for us? No. No, I just thought it was a spatial issue. I mean, it is, but I also would not. I would. I know Cappy would, but that's no one needs to see that. Yeah, no one needs to see that. <laughs> in all honesty, so. I might even get up on a handstand and twerk. This one Wait, also has get on Yankee. a handstand and twerk. The way those knees cracked the other day, I'm gonna have to seriously <laughs> question your ability to do a handstand, Cap. Yeah, seriously. Why? They're my my knees are fine, or my, my elbows are fine. It's my knees that are all jacked up. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's see it. You got the camera. Let's see it. I don't have the room. I don't have the space here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have the space. Um, what, so what were you going to say about um, uh, about, about, the about Russ Russ situation? Right. I said, what do you, what is like? What is your expectation then? I guess like you well, think me, that they can sur- survive this and be like good. Um, I think that we are six games into a season, six games into an eighty-two game season. You have the greatest player of his generation. You have Anthony Davis proving to everybody that he's willing to fight through injury and sacrifice for his team. Mm -hmm. And you have Russell Westbrook uh, in the early stages of accepting a new role that he might be really good at. You know, um, when a starting pitcher becomes a relief pitcher, and once he gets over the ego part of it, and he goes, hey, look, I'm going to pitch four, five, six. I'm not going to start the game, but, but they need me for three or four innings. When Russ can really get to that place where he realizes that starting is just not that important. You come off the bench, you run the second team, and you play. And I'm just not ready to give up on it yet. 
Can they shoot the ball still? In this equation of yours? Uh, not really that great. Then that's it. That, that's but, but the wait, end of the, But wait, but here's a question. But how much better does Miles Turner make them? He certainly can shoot better than Russ. But I know, but dude, he's a 6'11 big man. You don't need him out there shooting. I mean, if you're as a matter of fact, if, no, no, no. As a matter of fact, if you want, I just told you, if you want Anthony Davis closer to the basket, that's exactly the type of player you want on this team. I just, I feel like I'd rather have like a real lethal shooter rather than a big man who's capable well, of doing some shooting. The whole point is that you get him and Buddy Heald. Like that's the well, now Buddy Heald is another story. But we were right, talking but you're about getting this. them together is what I'm saying. And now all of a sudden, there's more, there's more gravity to those particular shooters. All I'm saying is, I'm happy that the Lakers, for this year, would stay put and see what happens. And do not give up any of those draft choices going into the future. Make your way through the season. When the season's over, you no longer have Russ's contract. You've got all that money to spend, and you got to put everything you can into the final two years of LeBron's career. That's my opinion. Because, okay. because what you're saying is, is that Miles Turner and Buddy Heald come to the Lakers? And I'll, I'll ask you this so, rather, so I don't put words in your mouth. Are they a championship contender with those two guys on this roster? They're not, but I mean, so you want to just waste another year of, well, of what, Lakers what, what basketball. Is, but what is wasting? I mean, if you don't make the playoffs versus if you make the play-in versus if you're lucky enough to get into a six seed and you get knocked out in the first round. Like, like I thought everything that, about Lakers basketball was about winning championships. Right, but if you're, not in the play, if you're not in the play-in, you're giving yourself a shot at least. So there's no chance that this team, as it is right now, six games into the season, there's no chance this team can make the play-in. No, I mean, make the play-in? Could they be a top-10 team? Maybe, but I, I, don't, I don't feel super confident in that either. George, I'm not, I'm, I'm, sometimes I make the mistake of, of staying in too long. I will acknowledge that. Yeah, the, you're the guy at the blackjack table that when you, after you've had a hot kind of you know, um, run, basically, and you know a hot deck, and you you're like, let's keep going. And then you you know you start you lose like a quarter of your stack, and you're like, let's keep going. Or and how you've about lost this? half half your stack? Let's keep going, and then right. it's it's all gone. Right, yeah. like a stock. You know, hey, that stock was hundred and fifty dollars a share. It's down to one hundred and twenty five. It'll be back. It's down to a hundred. It's still going to come back. Yeah. It's down to seventy five. Maybe I should buy more. It's down to fifty. No, no, no. Don't worry. It's still coming back. Sometime yeah. I don't. So, I mean, sometime it will maybe. And then even at zero, you're like, okay, well, I mean, I'm not quite as confident, but I mean, I still think it's going to come back. Right. But you, um, I feel like this is you talking about Peloton or something. You mean like the Peloton stock? Right. Yeah. I don't think it's coming back. Yeah, I don't think so either. I I sold it pretty high. <laughs> you don't have, I don't. I'm not holding. But I am yeah. holding some other stuff that I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm just not going to look. Like two or three years from now, I'll look. But right now, I'm not looking. No, I hear you. But what I'm just saying is like, d this is not that. Like Russell Westbrook is not like some hot stock at this stage of his life. No, but career. but he did something on Sunday that I've yeah. not seen him do. What? Be happy a in a Lakers uniform? Correct. In a game? Correct. Okay. Cool. That's one game. That's one game. So now, so now, let's see what happens tomorrow. Okay. Let's see what happens on Friday. Okay. And let's see where we are at the end of this week. And, yeah. you know, can the Lakers surprise some people and win some games that most people don't think they're going to be able to win, like against New Orleans, as an example. Mm -hmm. Certainly based on what New Orleans did to them last year. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. I mean, I'm, I, yeah, hey, George, I, I, I'm the, George, I'm the ultimate optimist. What can I tell you, pal? 
Yeah. Uh, you no, you know what you are the ultimate flip-flopper on them because you literally go and it's not like <laughs> you were like at the beginning, it's like, oh, it's only three games. And then you turned on them. And now you're like, oh, let's give it more well, of a shot. Well, I turned on them because it's like, oh, he's hurt. Oh, he's really hurt now. I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. It could be his ego is hurt more than his hamstring is no, hurt. No, but it wasn't that. It's just the shooting was so bad. George? You can't win in the NBA in 2022 if you don't have, forget about like, they don't even have average shooting. Come like on. They, if you Come had on. average Come shooting, on. I would give you that. Come on. But they have like way below average shooting. It's early, George. It's early. Lots okay. of improvement coming. You Lots of coaching you, coming. Okay. You think you know? that's going to work itself out? All right. Cool. Is it? Am I by myself? Is there anybody that's with me on this that wants the Lakers to stay put? Oh, no. I think people want it to stay put just so that, just, that way you don't give up the assets and you, you can just like move on. But... I don't about know this? how. Is there anybody hopeful that that maybe maybe this could come together and these guys could surprise a whole bunch of people? Because nobody thinks they're going to compete for a championship this year. Success is make the playoffs. I mean that is pathetic, man. Come on, the Lakers' success would be just make the playoffs. What has happened here? What has happened? I'll tell you what happens. Is that. They went all in for a championship and it didn't work out and it worked out for the championship. But after the fact, everything has kind of gone wrong for them from an injury perspective and then some bad trades and decisions with the roster. It is what it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sedano. Time for Big Deal or No Deal here on Sedano and Cap. And that means Lindsay Baseball standing by. Linz. Thanks, Cappy. And just like Pat Bev, I'm super excited. Yeah. Super excited. All right, so we talked a little bit about this yesterday, about Elon Musk buying Twitter and some of the things that may or may not happen under his reign. And after announcing that Twitter verification on the platform will cost users a monthly fee of $20 a month, uh, Elon Musk has bumped the price down for Twitter Blue. Users will now have to pay only $8 if they want to be verified on the app, in addition to priority and replies, mentions and search, and the ability to post long video and audio. Well, a lot of people are weighing in on this, including author Stephen King, who tweeted, quote, $20 a month to keep my blue check? Bleep that, they should pay me. If that gets instituted, I'm gone like Enron. So is this whole situation with having to pay for these various things on Twitter a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'll start off by saying big deal because uh, people have become accustomed to Twitter being a free service. And just like Stephen King said, 
every time somebody tweets, whether you have one follower or one billion followers, Twitter makes money. And so somebody like Stephen King is like, uh, yeah, so you should be paying me to put all my content on your platform. And a lot of people feel that way. And some people actually can monetize it. I mean, if Kim Kardashian wants to send out a tweet with her favorite shampoo, she get paid $100,000. If Dwayne Johnson wants to send out a tweet with his favorite whatever, he can get paid big money. But everybody's contributing to their success. So, yeah, I feel like um, I'm going to be... I, I'm, I'm super interested to see what happens if people do kind of leave the platform and look for other alternatives. Well, celebrities are already starting to leave the platform. And I texted you guys in our little group chat last night that I find it kind of interesting timing that the former CEO and like the the founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, yesterday, he started the, um, what's it called? The beta version for his new, his new social media platform. I think it's called Blue Sky or Sky Blue, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess a lot of a lot of celebrities are already saying like, "Man, Elon Musk is running Twitter now. Like, I'm out." So I wouldn't be surprised if that starts to happen, especially if he's making people pay for it. It's kind of well. Silly. I think if Jack Dorsey starts his, his new thing, and people could flock to that, and that could become the new Twitter. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to stick around just to see what happens. By the way, I got a note from uh, or an update from like the uh, ESPN uh, TV, like social media platform team that they're investigating um, how the validity to this claim that they're going to charge people for verifications and all that stuff. Yeah, it seems kind of ridiculous. And I know Elon Musk was going on like a, a spree. Well, by it, the way, the, the, how about do we love the fact that he went from $20 to 8 already? Right, right. He was like, because Stephen King tweeted that. And then he was like, how about $8? So... He, he said, well, we got to pay the bills. We got to make money. Like, there's got to be a way for Twitter to make money aside from paid advertisements. Well, like, think about this. Uh, when Elon Musk says, hey, I'm going to put out a new vehicle, tons of people will put down deposits for that vehicle. Whether or not I they did. ultimately buy the vehicle is a different story, but they want to get in line. And all of a sudden, Elon Musk goes from having zero dollars in this equation to having millions and millions and millions of dollars just based on deposits that right. people make. So he's a smart guy who knows how to monetize everything he does. And he's looking at this and going, why do we give this all away for free? Yeah, I just feel like social media is one of those things where obviously it's a private company. He can do what he wants, but he's a dummy if he thinks that people are are just going to be like, oh, okay, we have to pay it because we have to because it's there. Because there's plenty of smart geniuses, people, whatever out there that are going to create a competitor. Because at the end of the day, like... You know, Twitter's just one of many forms of social media, and people aren't, I don't know, I just don't think that, like, in general, I don't see people paying for it. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, listen, Instagram has ads, and people don't complain. I know many people that actually click, a ton of people that click on those Instagram yeah. ads, because the algorithm I do. puts it to stuff you want. You I did know? the other day. I bought some, some dog, dog treats on there. The other day when I was at that Rams game, I was sitting there with one of our sales guys, a gentleman by the name of Mark Cates, who's about to run the New York City Marathon this upcoming weekend for uh, Alzheimer's research. Uh, so we should all make some donations. But anyway, that aside, I go, hey, man, cool shoes. He goes, yeah, I bought them off Instagram. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I don't know. They popped up on my Instagram feed. He goes, I, so those, those are dope. I'm going to buy them. Yeah, I bought a lot of stuff on Instagram, to be honest. I can't think of all of them right now, but dog treats were the most recent one. All right, next one. Cappy, this one's specifically for you because I know that you're very passionate about this topic, right? So the host of ABC's The View celebrated Halloween this year by dressing as famous female television characters during a segment in which kids dressed up in costumes inspired by the talk show's Hot Topics segment 
The show trotted out a young boy dressed as the Oscar slap. The costume was a gold bodysuit to make the kid look like an Oscar statue, plus a red handprint painted on his face to emulate Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock. This, you know, had people on social media all up in arms where half of them thought that it was very funny. The other half was like, oh, this is so disrespectful. This is too soon. But again, the point of the segment was like hot topics turned into Halloween costumes. So is this a big deal or no deal, Cappy? No deal for me. I mean, I, I applaud the creativity, but I would be the guy that would be like, so what are you? Wait, what do you mean? You're the Oscar who Come got Come on, slapped? you don't think that that's pretty obvious if he's dressed like an Oscar and he has a red handprint on his face? I feel like that's very obvious. No, because yeah. because the guy who got slapped was Chris Rock, not the Oscar. Sure, but it's I I definitely would make the connection. You're the Oscar slap. Sedona, would you make the connection? Yes, yes, very easily. Cappy Cappy's like, "Can I ask you a question?" Um what is the whole Oscar thing with the red face? Thing? So yeah, like, how did like, you come to this conclusion? Right. How, what, what, what is this costume that you are wearing today, and how should I know this? What went into this decision to create this costume? Did your parents help you, or? Don't forget, I'd also ask how much did it all cost. And how do you feel about Will Smith? Correct. Wait, what are you doing? What are we doing? That's, that's his thing. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what are we doing here? Yeah. Let me get this straight. That's a good one. (laughs) Sorry, Cap. That was no. It's okay. You know, I have an entire list of Sedanoisms. I can break out. Oh, yes, we know. You've already used them a million times. Well, I mean, I've got an entire list of them here. You know, we found many of them on the Sedano and Cap uh, Spirit Halloween meme. (laughs) Yeah, costumes. They will probably pop up on his uh, shirt shop or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. You can't use any of mine on your shirt shop. You can't. I'll sue your ass. Really? Or mine. Oh, 100%. I will sue your ass. Hella sus I can't use? That's nah. Laura's. I'll, sue, I'll, I'll nope. pay for the attorney for her. How about, if I use, how about if I use for the love of God? Nope. Any way, shape, or form? Nope. I think two things can be true? Nope. By any stretch of the imagination? Nope. I'm not an absolutist? Nope. Greatest predictor of future injury is past injury? Nope. Okay. Especially not that one. Are you right. literally like reading off of a <laughs> list? Reading through the list. <laughs> He's like, I'm actually list. on my shop right now. Right. I have a list. I have a list <laughs> of Sedanoism. It's like alive. I sent it to the printer. Yep. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys were interacting, if you were interacting on the YouTube channel, you'd see that I was reading my list. Well, we're, I, I'm working the board, Cappy. I can't um, be yeah, on the chat. I'm kind of producing the yeah. show, but you know. I mean, yeah. like. But, I mean, you know, you have a little bit more time to do that. We can't back here. Just saying. All right. Yeah. So last one here. Yeah, go ahead. Sticking in the Halloween theme, Gwyneth mm-hmm. Paltrow was in the Halloween spirit when she dropped by Jimmy Kimmel last night, coming dressed as Winnie the Pooh. Uh, they got on the topic of trick-or-treating since she had parents who were famous in Hollywood. Here is how that conversation went. Would you be with other, like, celebrity kids and knocking on well, Jack Nicholson's door or whatever? Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger used to live on our street. He so, did? Yeah, we, we would knock on his door for candy. Would he give out cigars or... Uh... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he gave out great stuff, huh? I don't remember him giving out stuff, but he's Austrian, so maybe they don't, you know, celebrate there. Oh, yeah. wow. That's very surprising to me. That we Arnold... did um, end up teepeeing his house, though. You did? <laughs> Does he know this now? Don't tell him. <laughs> you toilet papered Arnold Schwarzenegger's house. We did. We <laughs> did, unfortunately, to a few houses there. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. But he was our, like, pride and joy. Sure, yeah. yeah. You tell everybody we got the Terminator's house. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. So, that was really funny. I don't think that this is necessarily a big deal, but I thought it was pretty funny. So when oh, you guys, yeah, when you guys were kids, did you TP people's houses? We did once, but only because we found out who did it to one of like my best friend's house, and we we uh, we we just it was like uh, retaliation. Yeah, I TP'd houses too, but I don't feel good about it now. I feel like I should go back and apologize because I've had teenage kids and I've had my house TP'd plenty of times. I've walked out of my house and gone, what the hell? And it was everywhere. And of course, I re-rolled it up and put it in my car just in case of emergencies. Yeah, <laughs> With your know, extra yeah, underpants. <laughs> <laughs> With my underpants. We used to do it all the time, especially even in like high school, Like if a, if a guy like dumped one of my friends. And he was a jerk. We would go toilet paper his house. And I remember one night we were in the middle of toilet papering a house and one of my rolls got stuck up in the tree. So I had to climb into the tree to get it. And as I was climbing in the tree, the cops came and everybody scattered and ran away. And I was in the tree. So I had to just like stand in the tree, all scared, like super still and super quiet while the cop like walked around with his flashlight. And thank God he did not catch me because I would have been in so much trouble. I've never done it. Never. It's exhilarating. Anybody. It's very. Never. It's quite the adrenaline rush. <laughs> when I used to work in Pasadena, um, long, long time ago, you know, like by San Marino and all, like all that area. Yeah, San Marino. Um, part of San I remember Marino. there was like by the honey where the honey baked is. There was like literally like seven houses that were all teepeed and people looked miserable taking that thing off. Oh yeah, oh, it's, it's hard. Nice. So it's hard getting I was it just off. like, never. I, I've i never done it. Luckily, it's never done to my parents. And I'm like, I just wouldn't, I would never want to do that. Dude, somebody. being on the receiving end of being TP'd, especially if it's like a bunch of kids and a lot of toilet paper because they went to Costco. Oh my God, forget about it, dude. It could take forever to take the toilet paper down, especially if you got big trees going. What a pain in the ass. That area does, right, George? Those big trees, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, huge mm-hmm. trees, no doubt. The Poor worst people. is when, and we would always try and plan it out to do it right before it rained, because then it would get stuck oh, to the Damn. trees. Oh, Lindsay, you are oh, a yeah. ass. Man, don't my mess with God. my friends, or me, for that that matter. It was fun, yeah, good times. Never did it. I'm the good one here. You are good. Yeah, I am, sometimes. Lindsay's bad. I was mischievous, but you know what? You only live once. It was fun. You do only live once. Yolo. It was fun. I had a great time <laughs> toilet papering pieces, people's houses. And even like we would take, um, you know, if they had like the school board elections and stuff, we would like go around and collect a bunch of signs at night and then we would stick a whole bunch of them in one person's yard just to, so they'd have to clean them all up. That was kind of funny too. Yeah. I mean, we did stupid stuff also, but um, TPing people's houses, just because now that I've been on the receiving end of so many TPs, not happy about it. It's not like I did like anything i don't think it's that bad like it could have been way worse it's not like i was like egging people's houses or breaking windows you know Mm. yeah i feel like egging is way worse because that would stink and smell like like cleaning it up would be ugh. no no you guys do the the poop on the door no and my brother used to do that all the time that's my brother did that a lot and he would video your brother would do it a lot oh yeah he would and he would also do the thing where they put like dog poop on the bottom of like a bill and then put fishing line on it and then yeah. like Ew. watch people pick it up and he would like tape it. It's <laughs> so gross. I will tell you the worst thing I did, I had my cousin, my cousin Evan, I was telling you about the other day who exfoliates for 47 minutes a day, that yeah. guy. Right. Mm-hmm. He used to take fire hydrants and spray out all the um, whatever's in a fire hydrant right. and then like open it up and fill it with water and then like pump it up. I don't know how he exactly did this and because then it would make like a really powerful hose yeah. And on like a Saturday night for kicks, we would go like driving down the street and he'd like pop out of the back of a car and like spray somebody who was walking down the street 
or like, you know, riding a bike. And we all thought that was really funny. What a bunch of jerks. We should have gotten our asses kicked. Probably. No, it's just, you know, good good old, good kid fun. It's not like you were doing anything bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, my brother also used to, they they lit firecrackers too. Like, not not the ones that are going to like blow up and hurt you, but like just the ones that, like, you know, make a really loud noise. I remember we'd go camping and they would go around to campfires. People that are like falling asleep, passed out of the campfire, and he would put them under people's chairs. There's this really funny video of my uncle. He was completely sleeping and all of a sudden he woke up and he was like, oh, because oh! <laughs> he was dead asleep and the firecrackers went off. My brother was very, he was way worse than me. I would never do my, that. When, when the time we did TP somebody's house, because it was like the revenge tactic, we had it like, we had like a tactical setup. Like we, the guy lived like right around the corner from like a strip mall. <laughs> so we had like a crew there with the car, like that, like, a, like two sets of cars. We had a car that would drop people off and then, you know, like go and then the next car would come and just pick them up. They, like we'd, I think we we had pagers back then, and we had one friend with a cell phone. So like he would call the pager, and then that's when you knew the other car had to go from the strip mall. <laughs> and then like, and, and then and like it was like a tactical like thing. Like it wow, was like it sounds a, like a military operation. You were involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really felt that way. Yeah. Guys, ever hit uh, hit people's mailboxes with baseball bats? No, 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 that's I did terrible. Not do that. no. That's bad. Yeah. Although I had a friend who was so bad at driving that he absolutely took out one of my uh, <laughs> like friends' uh, parents' mailbox by accident. Like you, he just completely like didn't see it, and he and it was like a a, a brick one. You know what I mean? Wow. And like he crashed right into it. This poor girl's family was just like, "It's a federal the? crime." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was. That's <laughs> yes. crazy. The the but one thing that my it, yeah. mom's house that they started doing was. Um, t- like tilt, not tilting, but like throwing over the trash bins. Oh, so yeah, all the yeah. trash would be on the floor. I'm like, who does that? Like, who has the time or the energy to do all that? I don't know. Because then, like, like stupid the pe- teenagers, the stuff we used to do, man. It's fun though. I never did that. Like, I never. I don't There's, know. As long as you're not hurting anybody, no one no, got but, hurt. Okay, you know? nobody got hurt. But then, like, I would have to go clean it in the morning. My brother had to go clean. Right, my right, dad. Right. Yeah, and then you know? we'd laugh while you cleaned it up. <laughs> You know. I'll tell you the worst, man. During Christmas, me and the other Hebrew brothers, we'd find people's houses that were all decorated with like you know nativity scenes and stuff, and like take like take some pieces and put them on other people's lawns. <laughs> well, they, yeah, kids have done that forever. So, so um, bad. Yeah, like, hurry I mean, up, it, get baby Jesus. People take yeah. like people take um, stuff from people's lawns all the time, move them around, and yeah, Halloween stuff or whatever. So. All right, we're done here. We're way over the break. All right, that is Big Deal No Deal each and every day at 6.30. Coming up next, final segment. So, Council Bowl rankings are out. Playoff rankings are out. Where's USC? Where's uh, UCLA? And where are the Pac-12 teams in general? We'll touch on that coming up next. We're suspicious minds. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good karaoke song, by the way. For anybody that's going karaokeing tonight or ever. Why can't you see? Go oh, it's sing it, Cappy. I don't know what the hell. I don't what know the song that What you doing to me? Yeah. I'm so fat and juicy right now. I would fit perfectly into one of those Whoa. Elvis jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Laura? I was going to say something because you usually butcher impersonations, but this one, I feel like Elvis really did sound like that. But then you said something and I'm like, my mind just went. Sorry. So Fat and juicy. I'm not saying anything now. 
Definitely would fit right into that jumpsuit. Looking good, too. So, hey, George, um, I know that you, probably like so many other sports fans in L.A., have probably don't even care about the World Series, right? Nope. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will look, I've said that if it's on on a night where there's no interesting NBA games and there's no football, then I'm, I'm in. Okay, so I was watching the Brooklyn-Chicago NBA game. Yeah. And then we started talking about Kyrie, and I got really frustrated because I can't stand him. Yeah. And so I left, and I went over to Fox, who has the, who has the World Series. You don't have League Pass, right? I don't. Oh, because there's like a really good Heat Warriors game right now. It's tied at 109 with two minutes to go. Oh, wow. That is a good game. It's only yeah. on uh, the League Pass, or can't, I can't find it on Yeah, any... it's on League Pass, yeah. yeah. Well, so anyway, um, I left TNT, which had Brooklyn, Chicago, and I went yeah. over to Fox, where they've got the Phillies and the Astros. Right. And so I know nobody's going to be watching, but I'm going to keep my eye on it because it's more interesting than a seventh regular season NBA basketball game. Philadelphia 7, Houston 0, bottom of the fifth. Seven zip, Phillies. Good. I yeah, Philadelphia. I, I hope Philly wins. What a year! I think Philadelphia everybody in LA is hoping for Philly to win for the most right. part. What, what a year! Philadelphia. The Phillies are in the World Series. The uh, Eagles are considered by most to be the best team in the NFC, and their soccer team is playing Saturday against the LAFC. Against the LAFC in the bank, a chance for a championship for the LAFC. Go black and gold, just saying. Black and gold. At the bank. I put on my Instagram today my uh, my box that was sent from the LAFC. George, yeah. you like the scarf you got, huh? I did. It's very nice. Scarf is really fire, mm-hmm. I think. I'm showing it right now to everybody who's watching on YouTube. I do like the scarf. Anyway, you were about to talk about USC and the college football playoff. Oh, but- yeah. So USC is... Um- the highest-ranking Pac-12 team is Oregon. They are number eight. USC is right behind them at nine. Uh, UCLA at 12, and I believe Utah at 14. So the top four Pac-12 teams are right in it, and we're about two weeks away, basically, from finding out um, who the two teams in the Pac-12 championship are going to be. Sitting here playing with this scarf. Um, do you know that the price tag is still on this scarf that we received, George? I did not. No, Don't I say it. Does How much do you think a scarf costs? Well, for you, it was free, so I think yes. you should worry about that. Yeah, you know? yeah, don't. Yeah, I wouldn't say that out loud. Yeah, don't. Why? Like, that's it's not, tacky. That, that is tacky? super tacky, actually. Yes. Yeah. That's a good, perfect word for it. Because it's what? a free gift for you, Cap, and it's like, hey, here's a free gift, So, because you know we want you to get excited about LFC, and you're like, oh, this is really expensive. Well, I didn't say that it was really expensive. I was yeah, saying, what do you, you suppose? A, what do you suppose yeah, one we, of these we, things cost? How about we just don't do that? Yeah, it's a nice gift. That's just not... Why are we lame? You're the lame one being a tacky ass trying to tell people what it costs. <laughs> tacky ass. Love how you guys, you know how you said how Clinton's not the arbiter of cool? How come you always get to be the arbiter of what is cool, what isn't, what's tacky, what's not? Dude, it's interesting. I'm, I'm not the arbiter of it, but I, I would say, like, do you think that's good etiquette to say that? Why not? What's it matter? I mean, do people oh know what God. these things cost? I mean, I didn't know what it cost. I was surprised at the price people tag People can look is on it up there. online, bro. Who cares? It's a free gift. Jesus. Why is it tacky? Why is it I tacky? just thought I don't it was understand. tacky. Sorry, Cappy. No, it is. Okay. It's true, though. It's all right. We, not trying to go all say? like, oh, you guys all gang up on me, but I'm, no, I'm with them on this one. No, gang up on me. I don't care. <laughs> I have no itch. I don't care. I mean, listen, I don't find it to be tacky. They sent a gift. It had a price tag on it. I would have no idea what does it cost for a scarf from the LAFC until I noticed that the price tag was still on it. And by the way, let me just say, 
Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, LAFC. That was really, really sweet of you guys. Probably should have started that on the yep. f- front end. Such a beautiful uh, box yeah. that you guys sent. That was really wonderful. Yeah, yeah. like, honestly, I, I thought it was... Because we... Sedano had his jersey the other day. We got him, like, a few years ago, and I have mine. My dad loved it, and he wanted to take mine. I was like, no, no. So I bought him one. Like, you know what I mean? And then the price was on that one. I didn't care. I'm like, you know, I got a gifted one. I'm not going to be like, hey, this is what it costs them, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just techie. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, nobody's the arbiter of anything, but when all three of us real, feel like it's yeah. kind of tacky, like there's all three something feel, to it. No, that's mm-hmm. actually good for me. I actually like it when it's all three of you. It always tells me that I'm okay. I'm all right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> all right. Yep, I would say, generally speaking, you, yeah. you saying like, I don't find it tacky. I feel like that's something that you generally lack in these situations. Well, tact. 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 Lindsay, I will tell you honestly on the air. Coming from you, that means jack squat to me. Just okay. so you know. Oh, just so you know. Okay. Just so tell you me know. how you hit Jack squat. Hit not tell jack squat. Tell me how you really feel all not day one, today. Not one. That gives me no. I have no issue with that at all. In fact, now I'm even sure it wasn't tacky. Okay. Well, you all go. Right. You go ahead and, and say what all you right, want we to have say. To then go. I won't, we won't warn you anymore. Thank you. All right. Like you go say, tell you people, do you. Go. Go do you, Cappy. I'm going to do me right now. All right. See you.